Do you seek the freedom to pursue greater meaning and purpose in your life? Is there something that you're passionate about that you'd like to support by giving time, talent, or money? Do you seek a level of financial freedom to live an ideal life as you uniquely define it? Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier, a show dedicated to helping you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. My name is Mike Bernard and I am your host. Thanks for being with us. Like Jeff, I am a certified financial planner professional. This show, the Money and Meaning Show, is all about helping you discover what matters most and helping you get your actions and resources in alignment with that goal. We combine excellence in wealth management with the pursuit of meaning and purpose in your life. Jeff Bernier is the founder, president, and chief investment officer of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, a wealth management firm in Alpharetta, Georgia, a suburb in the greater Atlanta area. All right, Jeff, what's on the agenda for today's program? Well, I think we'll, I think we'll have some fun today, Mike. <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I love coming to uh, see you guys. Um, you, the listeners probably know I, I come uh, up for a couple days and get prepared for a strategic coach. I come to South Bend four times a year to spend time with you all and prepare for, for coach. And it's always good to have some buffer time in the front end because I can think about strategic planning and what happened in the quarter and planning the next quarter. So I was in one of your conference rooms working on that. And I saw an email from my guest today who uh, turns out he's got the stomach uh, (laughs) flu or food poisoning. And uh, so the guest that I was going to have on today will not be with us, but I've I've got some thoughts on some things that I think I would like for us to chat about if that'd be okay. Oh, absolutely. And the hope is, the expectation is, he's going to join us for an upcoming program. And I'm super thrilled about it. Not that we need to spend this program teasing out that upcoming one, but uh, I'm looking forward to us talking to him. Oh, me me too. I I am as well. But So I was really excited about it, but then when I got the the, the email, I was a little little disappointed. But it reminded me of um, something that I learned a few years ago, and uh, I actually applied it recently because I had a surprise at work um, with a a team member, and and I, I think I can apply it to this experience today. And so it, it's really a tool called the Experience Transformer, where you take an experience that could be bo- not uh, positive or negative, yep. um, and and you basically download what can you learn from it. So um, in the in the case of a staff member who um, who uh, who's leaving the firm, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and how do I deal with that? Um, like today, you know, having a guest decide uh, or have an emergency and unable to come, you know, what can I learn and how can I take this experience to to be better, um, you know, doing these shows and doing and doing other things. So the kind of things that you think about is you, you know, you think about okay, what just happened, um, what what works with what you're doing, what's not working, mm-hmm. and then what can you learn from it. So, you know, I, th- I think, uh, you know, it's good to have a backup show. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah. be it might be good for, um, for, for me to develop um, a way to do the show remotely with you guys that we're working on yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so there's just a number of things we can learn, can learn from it. So um, I, th- I think it's like most things in life, you can take negative events and they're not always negative if you 
learn something from them. I think that is a lesson that, I don't know, maybe it's getting, it's, it, it's, it's more important to learn that today than it has in the past. Maybe not. I, I don't know. It's, but but I, I think for young kids, you know, we're both, we're both parents. My kids are a bit, a bit younger than yours. And it seems as though the coaching that's needed for them on how do you deal with bad experiences, more importantly, how do you learn from them? It is something that we spend a ton of time on. Yeah. And that's something I've appreciated as I learned about the experience right. transformer from the strategic coach as well. And that is how do you make the most of every opportunity and grab all the learning out of it, right. whether it was a positive experience or more importantly, right. a negative one, because right. oftentimes, you know, our pride kicks in and we try to um, protect our ego or whatever. And you end up telling yourself a twisted story and you don't get all the learning. Right. An experience transformer, or, or for you listening, it could even just be journaling or writing some things down. Okay, what happened and what could have done, what could I have done to prevent this or make this better? And, and just kind of writing through right. your feedback, your thoughts on this. Right. Yeah. And so it's all raw material. Yeah. Right. It's all raw material that can be that can be used. I mean, we've talked about Richard Rohr's book a lot about falling upward, about how, you know, how you use negative circumstances to really become and be aware of who you truly are and what your purpose is and, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Now, this is, doesn't rise to that level of, yeah. of introspection, but certainly there is learning when you have a negative event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, I, and I don't think it's a leap here, but as we're, you know, as we're talking through this tool or basically learning from, from our life's experiences, I would also apply it to finances as well. And, you know, it's, I, I think for, for you listening, it's no, it, it won't be a big surprise that things don't always go as planned right. in, in your finances. Right. And so if you, if you have an event sort of happen and it intersects some of the financial decisions that you wanted to make or some of the goals and, and hopes that you had in your life, I, I, we would encourage you, go through the process of capturing all the learning possible from that experience so that in your finances, the next goal that you start to go after or the next bear market we see or the next job change that you have, financially, you're more prepared because you went through that experience and you've captured as much learning as possible. Yeah, no, no, no question about it. And, um, y- y- you know, it's, it's, you know, one of the things that we were going to talk about with some articles today that I, that I think we may, we, we may do something a little different, but... Um, uh, there, we have sort of the great financial crisis amnesia right now. I mean, Absolutely. Markets are at all-time high, and I think people have forgotten about 10 years ago. Yep. Um, for those of us who report our investment results, we, we were probably happy about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we got trailing 10-year returns now that don't have the financial crisis. But I don't want to forget the financial crisis, and I don't want our listener to forget the financial crisis that, um, you know, there's great learning that we went through through the financial crisis. So anyway, so that's so we're going to do a little, yeah, a little something different. Right. And, um, you know, we can carry on with, with some of the things you and I, you, you know, we're, we're going to talk about today. All right. So I, I, uh, I, I saw the July blog post. I actually even saw on Facebook because we're friends and I, I uh, had some more time on Facebook this weekend for whatever reason. But anyway, I saw uh, some pictures of a recent trip. So and the blog post was about some free days and, and having the right, um, 
you know, be intentional with your time. So, so talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, this was a dream trip that I planned that I've been planning for over a year with my wife Ashley, um, and um, so we went to Italy for two weeks. And I, like I said, I've been planning this for over a year, and I. I did it sort of the the Clark Griswold method. If anybody knows who Clark Griswold is from from vacation, so I I did booked, cousin any did cousin Eddie show up? J- well, just about. Uh, so I mean, I I did um, you know I did lodging through VRBO. I booked the tickets you know through you know through you know my own you know Delta app or whatever. I mean, I did all the planning. I I, I, I you know I got the Rick Steves travel book and found the tour guides and hired the tour guides and. And I mapped out a really busy itinerary for this trip. I mean, even to the point where I used an app called TripIt, and I put in where we're going to go and the different things. And and one of the lessons that I learned, which is was smart, um, that that my son Nick, um, who's reluctant to, to to compliment me, complimented me that. Dad, I'm sure I'm glad we had to wait in all those lines because I did prepay for a lot of things to avoid nice. to avoid lines. And summer in Italy, probably a good idea if you're if you go to Italy during the summer. But uh, anyway, so we planned this trip, and I I I went for a couple of reasons. One reason was obviously I wanted to take Ashley to Europe. She had not been. Hmm. Uh, I had been many years ago, um, other than a golf trip uh, occasionally to <laughs> Scotland. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that counts or not, <laughs> but. Um, but I but I want to take her and 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 it was it was awesome that our son agreed to go because you know he usually doesn't take trips with us. I mean he would rather go to Thailand with one of his buddies and you know backpack around Thailand or something. But to him to go on a Europe trip with his parents was pretty unique cool. and special. But uh, but I'd been planning the you know planning the trip for a long long time. But the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to create a vacuum in my office. Ah, I wanted to get out of the office yeah. uh, and create a vacuum so that my team could rise up and run the show. And they're all capable of running it with excellence, but I do take a lot of the oxygen out of the room when I'm there. Hmm. And so I think it was a good idea to just let them rise up and, and, and be superstars. So we got ready to go on the trip. Um, for the last eight years, my wife has been heavily involved in helping her parents. Her mother has been sick off and on for eight years. Mm. Um, and then the Thursday before our trip, Ashley's mom passed away. Oh, my goodness. So it's hard, very difficult. Yeah. So we you know, got down to South Georgia and uh, spent time you know, with, with Ashley's dad and dealing with arrangements and all those kinds of things and just struggling. Do we just cancel the darn trip? I mean, you know, there's certainly more important things than a trip to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> and this is certainly being with her family family and supporting each other and all. Um, but with um, the difficulty that, that Ashley's mom had had for a number of years, um, it was it was one of those situations where, you know, it was it was God's time to bring her home. And mm. in some ways, it, it, it's, a, it's a blessing because mm. she was suffering, was not going to recover. But uh, but we're so I'm sitting there at the kitchen table struggling with what do we do? Sure. Do we go? Do we not go? Do we cancel the trip? And uh, Ashley's dad and and um, all of Ashley's mom's friends said, y'all got to go. So we just moved the trip back a couple days. Um, and. You know, I guess a lesson there might be, um, you know, it probably sh- it was great being Clark Griswold, mm. but it might have been nice to have a professional 
to take a lot of that off of my hands instead of me being on the phone with the airlines and the booking people and the rooms and all that. So I I guess as a parallel in hiring coaches or advisors or help and and outsourcing those things so that when life happens, you've got someone to call to take care of the details. Um, But but we did go. We did go two days later, and and, um, um, I I think Ashley felt great about that, and I know that that her family and all wanted to to go on the trip, and and, um, and in reality, um, you know, I think oftentimes when we lose a loved one, um, especially a couple that have been married for you know fifty years or something crazy. Um, oftentimes, the first week or two or three, they're just inundated with help. Everybody at the church is there. Yeah. They're bringing food. They're you know they're entertaining. They're coming over. They're wanting to make sure they're well cared for. I think oftentimes it's three weeks later, four weeks later, a month later, six months later that it's actually more important for right. for people like um, the, the you know Ashley my wife and her sister mm-hmm. to be more attuned to to her dad's needs so anyway so it was, it was a great trip and I, I something uh, something else about the trip we so it was a two-week trip to Italy and like I said I was I was Clark Griswold so we flew into Italy I mean uh, to Venice we were going to have three nights in Venice. We ended up having one because of the short, uh, uh, shortening the trip. Uh, took a train to Florence, had three nights in Florence, and and did a day in Tuscany, you know, around the countryside. Um, did uh, then took a train to Rome, three nights in Rome. Did you know the Vatican and the religious historical sites that were really interesting uh, for Ashley and I yeah. and Nick to see, as well as the you know the historical stuff, uh, and then trained to the Amalfi Co- to Naples and went to Positano on the Amalfi Coast for four nights and then boogied back up to uh, to Rome to get out. But something I was going to mention is like you know I booked all these you know this agenda for so seven days we toured really heavy seeing a lot of things. A lot of amazing, amazing, um, you know, religious sites, you know, you know, Paul's tomb, um, you know, um, uh, a lot of, you know, Catholic relics that are that I didn't even know that they had, uh, which were really fascinating. Uh, Anybody that has uh, many of the listeners, I'm sure, have toured the Vatican, but it's just it is just really amazing that. Um, the popes were political leaders, and to show their power, they collected some incredible artwork, much of it pagan art, but it was just incredible, the artwork in the Vatican. So it was really, really fascinating. So you're, you're sort of got this weird feeling about being in this really holy place, and then you've got this, who knows what it's worth, Billions, uh, um, you know, right. of, I don't of, know. Of, of 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 artwork, um, and of course the Sistine Chapel was just everything that you've heard about. Um, so it was it was really phenomenal. So we 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 went to some really incredible sites. We went to we went uh, probably the most moving thing that we saw was um, so in A.D. around 300 Constantine. Um, was a Christian emperor, and he made Christianity the sort of the national religion. So prior to then, you were persecuted for being a Christian, and then maybe after that, you might have been persecuted a little bit for not being one. I, I'm not sure exactly, but his mother was um, really interested in collecting a lot of the relics from Jerusalem. Hmm. So they actually have 
what our um, what Catholics believe, and, and I have no reason not to believe, the steps that lead up to Pontius Pilate's um, um, house. You're kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So the holy steps. So it's really – so anyway, so those kind of things were just really, really interesting. So, um, so we had a really, a really good time. One of, the, one of the interesting things that happened, too, um, right before I went on the trip, uh, I had a friend of mine ask me to go on a golf trip as soon as we got back. So I was going to be gone to mm-hmm. Italy for two weeks, come back, and then he asked me to go on this on this golf trip for just for two days. Um, and um, I read a book a few years ago that I probably have talked about in this in these sessions called Younger Next Year. You yeah, that oh book? yes, I am. Yep. And, and Younger Next Year is just a phenomenal book about getting healthy once you turn 50 mm. and focusing on really good exercise, eating habits, um, but one of the important things on the book that speaks to me is about having purpose and relationships as you age. Mm-hmm. Because men in particular, uh, once we get outside the work world, we oftentimes lose relationships. Yeah. And we become sort of introverted. And so you have to be really intentional about relationships. And when I did the Money and Meaning Experience workshops, one of the exercises we do is we assess how we're doing with relationships. And I, I do the assessments along with the, with the group that goes through the, the, the exercise. And one of the things I realized is, you know, I've probably done a pretty poor job with relationships mm. outside of clients and colleagues sure. like yourselves. But uh, so when I was invited to go on this golf trip, two days after we got back from two weeks out of the office with Italy – um, Ashley said, you know, you've, you've got to go, you know, this is oh an opportunity goodness. for you to, so I did, you know, and, and so, um, so not only did I give my team an opportunity to, to rise up during the two weeks, I had another opportunity for, <laughs> for another couple of, and of course nothing, you know, nothing happened. Oh, I mean, everything well, was, good. was just fine. So I, uh, yeah. I, I drew out three, you know, real geeky, geeky, um, Conclusions, if you will, yeah. or whatever. So, so the first, I think that's really important that we've talked about. That is really one of the themes of the entire show for Money and Meaning is is Are you living intentionally? Now, we could go back and debate whether you should have hired uh, or delegated the responsibility right. of managing the trip. However, I, I are you taking the same level of detail in your financial life to say these are the experiences that I want? I mean, I I can imagine. What'd you say the app was trip it? I mean, you had all these details. This is everything that I want to do. And right. I want to make the most out of these couple of weeks. And the entire show here of Money and Meaning is, are you doing that for your life? Right. And then are you making the decisions and your finances to allow you to live that life intentionally? Right. So we can debate. I would have encouraged you to, <laughs> to get the, 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 the trip insurance, the trip insurance yeah. and, and possibly uh, consult with someone else to manage all the details instead of putting that on yourself. However, um, I, I, I commend you for being intentional about what you wanted to cover in that trip. Yeah. Second thing that I kind of draw out is um, something that I know as an advisor that's practiced for 20 years, but that I was 
reminded of in one of our early shows, Jeff, is, I, as you said, that financial advisors, and I think it was Mitch Anthony, actually, that episode. If you didn't listen to it, I'll tell you how to find that show, um, is financial advisors aren't paid to build the plan. They're paid to change it. Right. And right. when you had to auto, all of a sudden shuffle, right. and because of this very meaningful life event that happened in your life, um, yeah, there was a there was a recalibration. Okay, we're we're only going to do one day in this location. We're going to cut this short. We're going to make this change, and you know, big trip internationally. That's important. But when you're architecting two weeks, it's different than when you're architecting three decades right. or four decades. Right. So um, having a certified financial planner help you with changing the plan right. is critically important. And then the last one's really really geeky. The world's a little bit bigger. <laughs> right, then, then we all give it yeah. credit for. So yeah. here I li- you you're in Atlanta, and that's just huge. I I live in South Bend, which is a small small town. I can't. It's so when you're investing, it's easy to just think about what's in your own backyard. Yeah, and you say often it's a principle we both believe in that you need to be invested in the world's great enterprises. Yeah, and you got a chance to see just how big the world is yeah. by traveling and seeing this area of the yeah. world. Well, and that's, you know, and it, I, I mean, I, I, I take um, another view, too, is that we're all pretty darn similar. I mean, we're <laughs> now, you know, now in Italy during the summer, you do see a lot of Americans and okay. and people from all over the world who are converging on these sites. But, you know, we did get in, in indoctrinated in to the culture a bit because all four of the places we stayed were just private residences. Okay. So our hosts were phenomenal. I mean, we just really got to know the host a little bit and and how similar we all are. I mean, we're all pretty darn similar in what we're looking for out of life and, and so forth. And so, yeah, I, I, I think one of the things, uh, my takeaway on the trip itself was I really did enjoy the planning. I mean, the planning was fun. I mean, you can almost take the trip a, a couple times because you take it while you plan it, then you take it when you're on it, yeah. and then you get to take it again after because you're talking about it with people. And, and Nick and I have some connections on things that occurred during the trip that I can't I can't I can't replace I don't know how to replace those and so I want to encourage the listeners um, I mean this was not even though I did VRBO and I did you know book my own stuff it was still not a terribly inexpensive trip sure it was budgeted I mean it was you know I wasn't irresponsible about it but I want to encourage the listener also, you know, to make sure they carve out the space to do these kinds of things because, um, you know, there's a study uh, that talks about once you reach a certain level of wealth, more material possessions really doesn't do it for you anymore. Mm-hmm. But studies show that experiences do. Yep. Experiences are more valuable in terms of bringing joy and happiness and fulfillment oftentimes than things. Yeah. And it's certainly true in, uh, I found in my life. And so um, I do want to encourage the, the listeners to budget and plan, you know, big trips and big experiences that, and it doesn't have to be Italy. I mean, it really sure. doesn't matter what it is. I, I you know, during... Uh, seasons over the last six months, you know, I told myself on my back porch occasionally that, um, you know, I am as content now as I'll ever be. And being in Italy is not going to make me more content or less content. Uh, So, you know, there's all kind of there's all kind of lessons there, but I do want to encourage the listener to to take some trips and experience some things with people they love. All right. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, is there uh, anything else before we wrap things up, John? Well, I, I don't know. Did we okay? We filled up 22 <laughs> minutes of, of content here. So hopefully this was something that will encourage the audience. I, I It was helpful to me as I listened to you say that again. So I, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier. Listen, if if you have and, uh, and you want to catch previous episodes, there's a couple ways you can do that. One, you can go to the podcast. So go to iTunes and search Money and Meaning. And we'd encourage you to like that and and rate it as well and then follow it on podcast so you get notified of any new and future episodes um, second Jeff's blog as well as previous episodes of the Money and Meaning Show can be found right there on his website at tandemgrowth.com slash perspectives alright take care thank you thank you for listening to the Money and Meaning Show with Jeff Bernier a show dedicated to help you gain the confidence and freedom to lead a life of personal significance and help you get your actions and resources in alignment with what matters most. We would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for Jeff or Mike or comments on the show, feel free to reach out to us at tandemgrowth.com or you can find us on the web at www.tandemgrowth.com. Jeff Bernier is the President and Chief Investment Officer at Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This show is a production of Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC. All information discussed is general in nature, is provided for informational purposes only, and should not be construed as specific financial, legal, or tax advice. Listeners should consult an attorney or tax professional regarding their specific legal or tax situation. Listeners should not rely on the content of this podcast as the basis for any investment decisions. A professional advisor should be consulted and or independent due diligence should be conducted before implementing anything discussed in this show. While information presented is believed to be factual and up-to-date, Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Tandem Growth Financial Advisors, LLC, does not make any representations or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, such as guests on the podcast, and takes no responsibility for the same.